My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the force be with you. Everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Secondary Josh. I'm Hunter. Cap. Star. And I'm also Josh. And there you go. And this week, it's all about the commandos. Let's go. Yeah, it is. I was really, uh, I was really thrown off um, by this episode because I was so used to all the side quest mission mm-hmm. episodes. And then this one just popped up and was like, all right. We finally got back to business. <laughs> yes. Let's go. <laughs> finally. Well. I do want to point out, though, that this, like, was a side quest, but at the same time, they managed to tie it into the overarching, like, plot of the show. This is, like, the first time we've seen Imperials Mm -hmm. since episode three. Yeah. I don't think I've seen more commandos in my life than in in, in this episode. Like, they were everywhere, Um, which I think is wild. Just just look through one of Josh's reference folder then you'll see <laughs> you'll find more <laughs> Oof. yeah uh and and then also we also got a a return from a plot from back in 2009 which i was so happy to see uh because the last thing we saw of the zillow beast was wait you want to clone it and then that was it and then we haven't seen anything about it since 2009. And then all of a sudden this year, like, all right, here we go. Yeah, we've Which been I- saving this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that made me super, super excited. And I, I, I was trying, but I can't find any Indiana Jones references. But there were some references to uh, to Alien, which we'll definitely talk yes, about. Yes, uh, sure. All right, second Josh, take it away. Let's go. So we open with the episode with a transport ship covered in debris, exit out of hyperspace, just floating dead in the water. Uh, as we skip forward, it kind of pans around and you know showcases layout. We have warning signs flashing across screens and a lone commando running with the electro poke thing, uh, running around a variety of camera angles that we haven't seen executed in the show before. And it was a great job. Lots of smoke, lots of steam. As his stick begins to flicker out, uh, we eventually see him be taken up into the air after a lot of growling noises, and then his scream reverberates throughout the command deck as we pan away. After that, just more of the ship on going to Tantus, but yeah. I'm really curious. What did you guys think was happening? Like Crosshair. That's what I thought. I was like, crosshairs in this episode, and then this commander just disappeared. You thought wrong. I did. I did. Because of like, I, I I heard the haunting music. Like, I like heard the music, and I was like, is this like a Order sixty six like kind of flashback (laughs) or something? Because every time we hear that kind of like daunting, very fade like haunting music by kevin kiner is just like okay all right something bad's gonna happen and, ju- and it just turns out to be this you know this alien that just is just eating the entire crew but yeah Did yeah you guys- I, oh go ahead i think like definitely like colin said with the music 
and the fact that all the lights were flickering and stuff, you immediately knew that there's like something bad going on. Um, but like usually if it's a person hunting down another person mm-hmm. or something like that, like the lights are on and it's shot in a totally different way. This was shot like alien or shot like a horror movie and the music and the flickering lights. And then as soon as his um, electro staff went out, you're like, okay, this, this is supposed to be like a spooky hunt, not a people hunt, you know? So it, it immediately felt like alien to me. It also, it reminded me a lot of the way uh, I believe these episodes were in season two. I think it was, was it cargo of doom or was that the Cad Bane one? It was the one where um, Anakin and Obi-Wan are escorting Sabine. Yeah. Wait, oh, wait. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's the one with all the senators on board and they had like the small, like kind of spider yeah, robot. Yeah, that big spider assassin droid thing. And yep. Mixer and Red Eye are like doing patrols down in the the cargo bay or whatever of her ship. And it's the same kind of thing. And there's a very similar shot where he, or I forget if it was Mixer or Red Eye, but gets like picked up by the droid and just like dragged up. And that was a, another super alien, like mm-hmm. inspiration heavy episode. Yeah. So that it episode, felt a lot like that to me. The yeah. Voyage of Temptation was that episode. Yes. Okay. Plus the shape of the thing's head. Totally yes. looked alien. I mean, it was like very oh, xenomorph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. I so at first I I actually kind of got the Zillow Beast vibe, but I was like, no, no, they won't touch that. And then like you find out later, but what creature did you think it was at first, or did you guys just assume it was going to be the Zillow Beast? I just assumed it was a beast. I completely forgot about yeah. the owning of the Zillow Beast thing, or else I, you know, that's all we've seen commandos are is yeah. like dropping squads and just kind of being this like kind of an arc trooper force for all everything cloning right now at least this section of them uh so i just thought it was like oh we're gonna get a new beast that's i kind of thought the same thing and like even it's not like i forgot about the zilla beast i'm not sure that you did either josh but it's just like colin said you didn't expect them to touch on something that hasn't even been mentioned in in 14 years yeah 14 years (laughs) that's wild yeah that's crazy. It's over half my lifespan. <laughs> it's actually close to three quarters of my lifespan. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> That's just crazy to think about. Like it's um uh be uh because for long story short, for those who don't know uh, um that much about the um uh, about the Zilla Beast, it was a two episode arc in the Clone Wars season two. It was it was the last two episodes. Um, uh, they go to the planet Malastare. They end up having a battle by using a experimental weapon. It awakens the beast. Um, the Dugs want to kill it. The Jedi say no. Then they, um, uh, and end up putting it to sleep and they were going to move it to a different planet. But then, you know, Palpatine was like, no. And then like, he like just ended up like taking all the way to Coruscant was going to kill it. Didn't kill it at first. Woke up, went full full out Godzilla and Coruscant, whole thing, and then they ended up killing it with the gas. And then the last line from the main doctor, um, and and Palpatine was like, "Hey, I've got this new assignment for you." And she was like, "You wait, you want me to clone it?" And then fourteen years later, here we are. 
So yeah. <laughs> just about to sum that up. Yeah. Also, for those wondering, uh, there is, in fact, a very well-hidden Indiana Jones reference here. It is no. uh, when the Electro Staff starts flickering out. I got some Marion vibes. Which is, Indy, the torch is going out. Yes! Go out, so. Yes! Oh, I knew it would up. <laughs> You're welcome, Colin. Because no you. other movie has ever had a torch going out. No, never. <laughs> no other Lucasfilm movie has until Ooh. now with the Bad Batch Season 2 Episode 11 Metamorphosis. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> oh, that was great. As we Thank continue you. with the show, <laughs> uh, we see some Imperial new class shuttles with their added vertical fin start going to Mount Tantus. We haven't seen since last season. Uh, same, a lot of familiar characters. We got the cloning lady going out with, you know, cloning commandos and actually like grunt commandos, and they start asking. Oh, we get the new doctor. The new doctor character comes out that has like a cybernetic hand or at least a black gloved hand that he likes to favor. Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson comes out in a cloning year and uh, he's, you know, he's checking on as if all the cargo ships have arrived because we saw two of them and I believe in the establishing shot, uh, but one of them hasn't. And so they're going to go out and check on where it is come as michael jackson goes into the detention bay we see lama sue is in full black garb and also imprisoned another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So that's kind of a jump from where You're we are You're going to clone for me whether you like it or not. No, please no. no. Do All we right. think, going back to the other transports that arrived, do we think those um, other transports have other clones of the zillow beast or do you think they have some other type of you know, i would assume it's all of the cloning projects in general okay that this that michael jackson is working on yep <laughs> oh. i mean they are all the same ship classification which we haven't seen before and all of them have that giant loki chamber from avengers yeah. that can mm-hmm. take a yeah. zillow beast basically yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I doubt they're all Zillow beasts because I don't think they like. Obviously, they want to find it, but you would just—I mean, if you had a bunch in store, then why not just like kill it when you find it at the end of the episode? So they seem you, like they really wanted that one specifically. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if? Well, I could also see them, you know, maybe doing the um, other cloning projects that they were doing um, in Legends. So. From Star Wars Battlefront Elite Squadron, it it, it, it was shortly after, like you know, um, like yes. the little like the DS came yeah. out. There yeah. was the clone like X two or something, I, something in the lines of that. But yeah, but they were brothers, and they both were like force sensitive. And one becomes a Jedi, and then one becomes 
um, like a Sith Lord. And it goes all the and their story goes all the way after Return of the Jedi. And there's one mission where you're Luke and you go to Dathomir mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But um, but they could definitely do different cloning projects from Legends. And I know they're definitely hinting at the whole Emperor Snoke thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, which th- there's like a direct line where it's like, you know, she's like, I, I, I know exactly what Emperor Palpatine wants and I'm not going to let it happen. So who knows? Who knows? Everyone just trying to fix that one line, man. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> so I wonder how that happened. Oh boy. Um, uh, you can just sum up star Wars in its entirety to don't, clone yeah yeah kind of basically yeah well the so there's some i i'm not sure we really talked about it uh but the actual base where it's at like of um the 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 mountain mount tantus yeah yeah tantus that is the actual like um cloning facility from legends where where yeah it is yeah so um i think we're gonna see something on the lines of that I don't that know. It's the we'll same see it. one that uh, Thrawn went to, right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I think uh, one thing to point out: if you guys are reaching for Indiana Jones references, oh, here we go. Reaching? Uh, it's not reaching if it's mouth. right there. Star and I can talk about Republic Commando references. Okay. All right. Um, and I know Star and I were talking about this earlier, so I'll let her take this one. But um, with I'll say being stuck in that cell and the whole unwilling cloning thing and all that, that's like right from Republic Commando. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. No. Oh man. I, I, I just felt like the pace of this episode was just like, you know, and, um, and it just made me happy that they were kind of steering back to the plot and going through this episode, you like kind of realize why they had to have some of those kind of side, you know, quest episodes. Um, because we 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 go to the, to the next scene and then they're, um, you know, kind of talking about leaving Sid and everything. Yep. So going yeah. along with that, once we exit and Michael Jackson said his final threat to Lama Su, we cut to the batch. And they're on talking with Sid, and Sid's kind of justifying herself on why, you know, everything's fine, you got your shit back, all that jazz. Uh, and it's obvious the entire batch is very much against working with her almost in the slightest. They negotiate their pay raise up to 50% of the cut. Hunter says, like, why would we why do you think we would come back? Like it's very obvious they are against working with her. So that's a very tense conversation. It doesn't last too long, but it's there. Uh, pays off a lot of what people have been speculating about for this season. Uh, what are your guys' perspectives on, you know, kind of Sid's reaction and how the Batch is finally pushing forward and almost pushing against Sid for the first time almost ever? Finally! Yeah, I like it. It's I mean, it just, they've got to. Like, she has literally sent them on so many crazy missions where, one, they fail, uh, they almost die, never comes and helps them. I'm like, yeah, they should have done this, like, episodes ago. Uh-huh. I think they're also afraid to leave her in a way though because yeah. w- w- which I think it might play out later to where um to where like uh she She's will betray them yeah. and she'll probably sell Omega out is the thing I'm thinking. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I then she'll come back it. and do her redemption arc and everything will be okay again. You know what? She doesn't deserve nah, it. Nah, don't give her a redemption arc. <laughs> okay. no. I will be never <laughs> deserves redemption arcs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we immediately cut to the batch going straight over uh, to start investigating the crash of the other transport after the Xenomorph Zillow Beast uh, murked everyone. So as we're going down, we see that there's a city nearby. You know, it's really it's doing a lot to establish the location. It's establishing the nearby city where the crash is, how it was found fast. Uh, and as the batch lands, I mean, this is kind of a new-ish environment. It's like a planet that's perpetually in autumn, it seems. Uh, how'd you guys like how they were like establishing this planet versus other ones? Because this is one of the first forest-heavy ones we've seen probably since the beginning of the season. I thought it was beautiful. I mean, I'll say the same yeah. thing about the animation every time, but yeah, I swear every time I see a landscape shot or an establishing shot, it's just completely gorgeous and perfect. <laughs> yeah. No. They've done a great job. And then they, you know, get into the ship. Eventually tech splits off to go over to the command deck to try and get power back to the ship. We follow Omega, Hunter, and Wrecker as they go and find this cloning chamber with Kaminoan-esque cloning parts that are nothing that uh, Omega's ever seen before with a Loki-style detention chamber. Which is just very odd and weird. And then we get the first direct look at this young round-faced purplish creature thing. I know my first thought was Displacer Beast when I saw the tentacle with like the kind of cupped rear with all the Spikes on the end from Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That was definitely something I thought about when I first when they saw the stat like that first shot of the creature itself. Um, but yeah, I mean the introduction was very alien. So if we want to go into alien references, now is probably the time. Yeah. Cap already touched on it, but the like the head shape and like the kind of the whole structure of the baby Zelo beast or Zelobis pup or whatever you want to call it. It looked like a xenomorph. It moved like a xenomorph. It was also <laughs> drooling everywhere like a xenomorph. So it was super, super over the top alien references, which I don't mind because I like alien. I don't know. Maybe someone else who doesn't care for alien would be like, all right, come on, give us something new. But I personally enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. That also is a George <laughs> Lucas connection um, because there, which Josh said this was one of his um, favorite rides, but over at um, um, over at Magic Kingdom, there, there, there was the alien experience. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, and and extra that was yes, and that was by George Lucas, and that was like a big inspiration from Alien that 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 George Lucas did. So I think because it was originally going to be an alien attraction, then they brought him in so that he could do something different because yeah. the the higher ups were like. Probably don't put alien in our rides, please. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what kind of the preference is ported towards. Um, but yeah. The Zillow Beast goes around chasing our characters. Uh, Tech gets the power back on. That's what first introduces us to the Zillow Beast. Uh, and then, you know, their callback. Tech, yeah. everyone needs to immediately get out because they know the thing's dangerous. They can't shoot. They can't shoot it. They can't kill it. Nothing's happening. Uh, and eventually, the only recourse is blowing a hole in the side of the ship and letting 
little baby Pokemon go free so it can go evolve by chewing on some electricity. <laughs> I I really liked the um series of scenes with Tech getting the power back on because I felt like it really highlighted their missing of Echo in the team. Um, yeah. You could tell that when they split up and you're like, okay, you know, you two go here and then you've just got one. You could just see Tech continually like looking behind him and being like, ah, this is where Echo should be. Like this is somebody should be watching his back. And I, I liked, I felt like they were highlighting that. I liked that a lot. I, yeah. I totally like forgot about that scene until you just mentioned it, but I really loved when tech was working on it and he kept hearing those noises. And then there's that droid that fell mm-hmm. out of the wall. I don't know. It felt really cool and kind of a, a thing that we don't get in Star Wars very often. Yeah. Again, leaning on that horror sci-fi thriller side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I thought it was fun. I think that was also a nod, um, like kind of foreshadowing it was going to be the Zillow Beast because we haven't really seen droids like that since then. Um, because I like kind of went back and watched the Zillow Beast stuff, and the droids that were there in Coruscant kind of working on him was the same type of droid that we saw fall out of the wall. Oh, Did so we not like, see oh, those on right. No, I don't think so. Or something so. similar. I don't know. I felt like they were familiar. Maybe I just remembered them from the Zelo Beast episode. And there's Ben Kenobi. Yeah. That's my Obi Wan. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, we are talking about um how it's leading up to the Zillow Beast, like of where like the droid falls out of the wall. Mm, okay. Uh and I don't think we've seen the those type of droids since then. I know second josh is i doing can't his research see right any now. i can't okay. see anything that says we've seen them besides that zillow beast episode okay. i could be wrong they're not there's not a lot of documentation on them mm-hmm. okay uh but yeah uh and again it's it, it's got that type of haunting scary vibe it's it's leading up to it um how did we feel about the full look at the creature because again i didn't think it was gonna be the uh, it was gonna be the zillow beast but i also had the nod of like Maybe they're nodding that it's like, you know, to it in a way, but I didn't think it was going to be, you know, a full out clone of it. Well, I didn't recognize it until it got like yeah. huge. Yeah. Like, at the yeah. beginning, I was just like, oh, I... this is a cute creature. I want one as a pet, which I, <laughs> I, mean, I really want one. I mean, that's terrifying, oh. but <laughs> learn something I'm new. Cap on that one. Yeah, of course you, <laughs> you are. I saw the face and I was like, that looks, I feel like I've seen this in Star Wars before, but I couldn't. I saw the tail right. and the tail was in Zillow Beast. But then because yeah. there was yeah. visible eyes, I was like, did they cross a Zillow Beast with like a Nexu? <laughs> I'm not I getting the it. biology of that, man. <laughs> I, it's Star Wars. but I mean, you see different aliens having kids together all the time. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, oh, also, man. Republic Commando video game Mission 2 vibes for the ghost ship as they yes. were first going through it. Yes. I, I got a lot of that as well. Yep. So uh, good. Yep. This this could be a stretch, but I feel like I can, I'm trying to remember what the droids looked like that you had to fight in that the episode. Little that buzzing like ones droids, that come from the sky. Like a disc. I, that yep. kind of reminded me of the head of the mm-hmm. droid that popped out. I don't know if that's me reaching, but it was a little something that I I did try it. I know. I feel like it's on par with the torch, Josh. So. Oh, okay. Hey, so hey. it's in a, a perfect match. That's well <laughs> hey, thought no. through and excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so going. Speaking of the droid, I was able to look him up. It appears in the Zeo Beast episode. Okay. Well, the the second one, the Zeo Beast Strikes Back. 
uh, Clone Wars Deception, oh, Friends okay. and Enemies, which are the um, Reiko Hardin episode where where Obi Wan gets the transformation. They're yeah, hanging yeah, out yeah. in the yeah, Jedi Temple. The oh, okay. Um, and then they are also in season six in Fugitive Orders and Voices. So okay, there you the go. There you go. whole storyline with with Top and the chip going okay. on and stuff. Very, What's very that cool. droid called? Uh, it is just listed as unnamed science droid. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great designation. Holy Sorry, cow, un- you're un- not un- kidding. Unidentified science droid model. Sorry. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait cool. until you build it, Hunter. I, 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 I can't wait to see it. Yeah, that <laughs> add it to the, the list. From if you build it, then you can name it. That's really yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Actually, that might be a different droid. It oh. looks very similar to some of the droids we saw on uh, Polly's Mesa at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, oh. so it has. Yeah, so the unnamed science one doesn't have the same like head details. Almost yeah, like Rex, a little bit. The droid sort Rex, of. not clone Rex, <laughs> or L three. I'm looking at that too long. But yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, going on after they free the creature, because that's a great idea. Uh, the pit roll, pit bulls running wild, and they're like, okay, let's have Hunter and Wrecker go on the ship, try and scout it out. And then Tech and Omega go back into the ship and try and find out what's going on, like where the ship was going, if it has any information on what the cargo was, just trying to get some information about it. Um, but yeah, so Tech's plugging in. They're looking around for the ship. And then we kind of get a little background of Omega talking more about the, her experience with the cloners for the first time in a long time, talking about how some information was still kept from her, even though she was pretty close to Lama Sue. Uh, how she knew that some experience were going on, but not anything remotely close to what she just saw. Uh, it's very interesting to hear Omega touch back on, like, you know, how what she was originally made for, you know, because for all the Bad Batch, they're all troopers from the start. Mm-hmm. Omega was made to be a cloner, really. So hearing her mm-hmm. talk about that and that's what she can provide to the team from what her training training was was really interesting to see. At least that I like that a lot. Uh, and then the Pokemon start sucking on some electricity from some it, wait, external Did we powers. skip over what I thought was one of the funniest moments in all the Bad Batch where Tech Isn't goes... Interesting. Oh, he ate the, he ate the oh, crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Omega's like, he ate the crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ate the crew? Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Yes, uh, I missed the ate the crew part. I, well, this episode really helped remind us that even considering everything that Omega's experienced in the past year, there's still terrifying the, things. She's still there. a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, um, uh, I loved how that scene happened, and she just kind of like backed up into Wrecker, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Dude, come on, man! Like, dude, <laughs> dude come on! <laughs> Don't scare I the think- kid." Wrecker's response there is important to point out too. It's uh, two episodes ago. Um, Hunter was like, "Yeah, not helping when Tech was just being super dry and calculative yeah. with his responses, and now you're seeing Wrecker do the same thing." Right. And 
it like Wrecker never would have done that in season one or even earlier this season. And I think you're seeing the bat. I don't want to say like grow up, but like they're, they they're maturing in a way as far as like their family unit structure goes. Character they, evolution. Yeah. They may, you know, for it, it, for our eyes and our eyes, they're, you know, adults, but in reality, they're, you know, still kind of kids like you know still kind of learning and and uh and 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 adapting and growing and throughout the season you've definitely seen that a lot for the characters especially tech there's been a lot of character development for him uh for for wrecker unfortunately not even for crosshair which again sucks but um but yeah no i i love how we've gotten more time with these characters kind of separate from each other so it's not like they're all kind of mushing together where they're getting their own different separate stories i i i think it was a great idea on the creators part and and the Mm -hmm. writers for this season i agree yeah we uh we touch on uh tech's main discovery uh, from what he gets from the ship, and I really want to highlight how he words this. It's designs from modified armor plate using the genetic material. So it's not just that it's not just the cloning of the Zillow Beast, but it's designs for a modified armor using mm-hmm. the genetic material as a basis. So it may not be just for organic organisms. It could be something the Imperials could use for something else. I'm trying to think of how they're going to pay this off. Is it going to be something in Ahsoka? Like, is it going to be something with all the new TV shows? We're going to see the progression of um, how these Imperials use this tech, or do they like AT-ATs or what? Do they maybe move it forward to? All right, so there's there's the. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, in Mando season two, it's the it's the super death troopers or something the um dark troopers yes yes the uh dark troopers they're like armor is like when you shoot at them they're like it it bounces off like it does nothing and it's very similar to the zillow beast so maybe maybe they might be able to canonize that keeping with the dark i I can see that happening yeah Yeah. like you look at the way scientists in the real world study animals and they look at a ton of different examples of stuff in nature and apply it to things that don't even necessarily like directly relate to whatever that animal is or something. So it like, to me, I feel like it's just a general thing. Like the empire wants better armor for their troopers, obviously. And that probably does lead to advancements with the dark troopers or with like even just armor on ships, hulls or walkers, like you said, Josh, or anything basically. Yeah. I, I, I do. Also... Sorry. Go. No, I was just going to say, I could also see where like at the end of this season, this is, you know, random speculation. Maybe a lot of this research gets destroyed. And that's part of the reason that we don't see later, yeah. you know, Maybe. any kind of improvements in the armor. Cause like, let's face it. Stormtrooper armor is terrible. Um, and so how dare you? Maybe that's part of the reason. That <laughs> She's right. All right uh, l- l- listen, what do you mean? It's the best armor in the world. Yeah, I, would say, I don't know what you're talking about. So we like Rex may not be able to see is. out of our helmets or sit down really at all. But if, if there's one thing that's great, it's hard. I can't even say that. Uh, but yeah, no, no. Let me hit it with Once a gas. With a straight face. <laughs> what? 
Oh, okay, awkward silence. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but wonder, like, the Zillow Beach with the gigantic limbs. I, my mind just goes to ATAT. I know it's probably not a real connection because of the distance of time between this and Rebels when they actually had ATATs, but, yeah. like, the ATTs were really low to the ground. And they, you know, they didn't like repel blaster fire, but like, you know, we commonly saw them lose easier to those it felt like than the ATATs of the Empire, especially in like the Battle of Hoth. It couldn't take the snowspeeder cannons. The armor was too thick for blasters. So I wonder if that and the long limbs of the ATAT is in some way a connection to the Zillow Beast. Maybe not. That's a very big stretch, but it is something that I wondered about. As we go on, we get we get the you know the big reveal of Gigantor Zillow Beast. Not as Gigantor as Clone Wars, but it's gotten much bigger. It's been sucking sucking on electricity. Uh, the Bad Batch's ship has found it. It grows uh, a third arm. Yep, it's got the back arm, and then we immediately cut to Imperial Star Destroyers coming out of hyperspace. Three of them for a single Zillow Beast. I mean, after the damage and destruction that it caused in Coruscant, I don't blame them for doing that. <laughs> At the Here's same time... Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, how did it get out in the first place on that ship? Like, they send three giant Star Destroyers to, like, clean up the mess, but, like, maybe you should have put more security on it on the first place. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel I'm like sorry. most of their security got eaten, um, but that's just me. <laughs> Well, right. I mean, that's the a good way, point. The other one how arrived get out? three new class shuttles that were escorting it. So there was an escort team. And this one jumped out of hyperspace in wreckage, like the Venator from Season 7 of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Well, in the Clone Wars, if I'm not mistaken, when the Beast got... Um, uh, when the Beast escaped, it was kind of charging off the electricity. And maybe that's what it... And, and 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 it grew and it got you know stronger again from all the gas that was in the system and th then it escaped the facility in Coruscant. Maybe it did something very similar. They were using some type of electricity like on the ship and it kind of caught wind of it and, and adapted and it started to absorb it and then it got stronger and that's how it broke out. If I guess reasonable. At the same time, thought. if they're cloning it, it makes me wonder, like you'd think that they would account for stuff like that. Like they've been studying it. That's so true. it makes me wonder if there's like was an intentional, like if somebody knew about it yeah. and actually like attacked the ship. Ooh, I you mean, know. here's or, another question: I mean, it could be random pirates. Yeah, or, yeah, or pirates. Yeah, Hondo. It had to be Hondo. You're <laughs> uh, just going by. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, kind of. Uh, actually, though, the the idea of it being attacked based off of because you guys hello? talked Mandalorian oh, earlier oh, today, please. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. You guys talked Mandalorian, where what did we see in hyperspace? But we saw the Purgle. Ooh. And we know that the Purgle drift into hyperspace lanes and have been known, according to Hera and Rebels, to destroy ships when they cross paths. Because oh, they go. consume hyperspace fuel in order to jump yeah. themselves. Like They also consume Tabana gas. Maybe it was just drift. Oops. Like an 18 wheeler also... knocking a sports car off, you know. I think another good question is, uh, where's the doctor from the episodes from the Clone Wars where she was working on the beast? Because you would think that she would be an expert, you know, by now. She got eaten. She's uh, eaten. Eaten. Gone. 
She suffered <laughs> an unfortunate workplace accident. <laughs> very, very the unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, I, I loved seeing it return. I was not expecting it. I think the first thing that no, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like the first thing that popped in my head was, I haven't seen this creature since two 2009. That was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, wow. They like have yeah. been holding on. I, I mean, I loved those episodes as a yeah, kid. Exactly. Like Star Wars and a giant lizard. Like the you like only lizards? other thing I you? could want is <laughs> and we got that in the Mandalorian today. So wow, it's a great day for me as far as Star Wars content. <laughs> yeah, I've just been writing that hype high all day. Droids, mm-hmm. lizards. Today was Star Wars for Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, out of the Imperial ships, we get seven Lardies, five V-Wings, and one transport, and we immediately come back to the batch. They're trying to shoot at the thing both with front cannons. We got Wrecker on the rear turret destroying Omega's room, I bet, but trying to take pot shots at this thing as it continues to get more electricity. And then the Lardies come in, and we have them split. We have some of them trying to kill the Batch almost immediately before they tried taking shots at the Zillow Beast. I they tried to kill the Batch ship. And we also have a bunch of Lardies trying to destroy the wrecked transport that Omega and Tech are on. I think they were trying to get rid of any type of evidence, get rid of any witness. Yep. So then they wouldn't be able to trace back to the Empire. Empire kind of similar to what happened in Rogue One where they where they were taking, you know, the kyber crystals from Jedha, and they were like, to get rid of all evidence, let's just blow it up. Yep. And um, and this is a fine example of them kind of starting that tradition uh, I mean, that we see eventually come to Clearly, the Imperial Witness Protection Program is to protect the Empire from witnesses. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that dark no <laughs> i'm on a roll today i'm sorry <laughs> wait they've eaten the crew yeah no, no. <laughs> so the imperials imperials arrive and the batch almost immediately gets out of there tech and omega are able to escape with the limited data they got they weren't able to finish with whatever tech was downloading but they get out last minute explosion classic star wars uh there's probably an indiana jones reference in there somewhere with the boulder just about crushing him but that's whatever uh love it we also have some wings being destroyed by the batch to shuttle before they're able to drop down and pick up tech and omega before they fly off and then almost immediately after that we see the transport ship that is made to hold the zillow beast also has built-in functionality to take down said zillow beast with the the big laser thing, which I think is how they took it down in Clone Wars. I could be wrong. Of the first time, it kind of put it to sleep, and then the second time to actually mm-hmm. kill it, they used the gas. Yeah. So we got to see that, and then opened up the chamber, and then Claw Machine, the you know three-eyed aliens all cried out, "Ooh!" As the Zilla Beast went up into the bowels of the ship, he has been chosen. <laughs> uh, claw, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then we got to when the episode really started to kick up steam and actually yep. get good, uh, which is when the three more new class shuttles come down, and then in a scene that happens in complete and utter silence, uh, commandos come down and arrest the entire city. Like, not a word is spoken. We don't hear, like, you guys are being arrested. Like, they're just detained right. in 
silence and yeah it was it was honestly quite chilling to see very sad like no reasoning behind it they're just evicting them all out of their homes putting them in the town square and then loading them up on transport ships yeah they're dead yeah hundred percent wow okay just just jumping in no like happy ending they're dead yeah i mean sorry i mean if they were shooting at a random ship you know they came in and immediately start shooting at the batch yeah like yeah those to to agree with cap the best witness is no witness okay (laughs) oh my goodness okay well you belong with the empire christian dang No longer my Obi Wan. I already <laughs> work in big tech. It's the same thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. <All> right. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, we security see... people at work today. It's the same thing. <laughs> we see Scorch for the first time since the Bad Batch season one, which Scorch's name dropped in the credits. We know it's Scorch. One hundred percent. Just amazing. Uh, all the civilians are loaded up they get the claw down on the zillow beast and they're just loading everything up the bad batch is back in hyperspace and they're starting to get information about the zillow beast from tech we kind of get some exposition about what it was about the creature that attacked coruscant uh we see also a revelation on why topoka city was destroyed and that wasn't just destroyed to stop cloning it was strictly to control it which was kind of something that we knew roughly we, we had an idea of it but not something that the batch knew i'm I sorry mean, i i got distracted cap and star just both like had the same mug and, and it's it not just, the same no oh okay i'm sorry Importantly but you both different. did it at the same time and it threw me off i was like <laughs> i was like what was that it's the secret sibling energy we just know did you plan that like, oh, yeah. we talk yeah. commandos and you're like i'm gonna get the call yeah, oh, of yeah. course like, oh yeah I, I, I just saw that i was like wait what okay i'm sorry continue that, that <laughs> <me off. laughs> but yeah so the zillow beast material that tech was able to download as well was strictly only for the small form mm-hmm. of the zillow beast that's the one that we see on the screen so it could be that maybe they haven't gotten it to that big of a stage they're trying to control that and so this kind of big Zillow beast was an accident that happened. And we, they only really expected them to be that small. Or maybe that's just the data for that specific Zillow beast. I don't really know how to. I don't think that. anything's an accident with the Empire. I think they know what they're doing. I think the Emperor is a fine example. Like, like it's, it's, it's just like, I think, you know, it ends up being an accident, but then it's all according to plan. And in, 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 in my opinion, um, but to me if it is an accident it's a happy accident on the emperor's end because the larger it gets the more armor and 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 stuff they get from it so mm. also but though in- can we like the so they take the zilla beast they put it on that ship and its little container in the ship is like the perfect size it's like oh yeah, it's yeah. exactly like, it couldn't have been see nothing's an accident they knew yeah exactly <laughs> to your they, point. They, they were like guys there let's kill is. the bad batch it still has some time to grow before we cannot hold it <laughs> wait like longer. two more minutes exactly yeah, now we have two yeah. minutes to destroy this ship before <laughs> they fly away and become a witness <laughs> let's kill it oh oops we didn't now we got it we just we have to get it now 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. But yeah, so all that data gets sent off to Hunter's first instinct for that is to send it off to Echo and Rex. Let's go. Rebellion. I want to see more of that. Clone it's Rebellion. Everything Clones. everyone wants to see. Yeah. Clones Assemble. Wolf. Commander Cody. Let's go. Bring yeah, it on. Crosshair. You know, that, uh, the yeah. one sniper. Who's that? From season one that exists. Crosshair. I don't know that character. I'm at a point now where Ooh. I could care less about a Clone Rebellion. I just want to see Delta Squad hunt down Delta Squad. Yes, me too. If that's the rest of the season, I'm here for it. Yeah. Let's but, go. Yeah. Let's touch on that. Just a little, little, little itty bitty bit. Uh, we see Michael Jackson again. Uh, which is just amazing, lounging around in the hallways uh, as Scorch and two cloning security commandos go around and they talk about receiving, you know, the asset, the package, as they say, um, but that there was a Maybe ship that saw it and they don't know who. Uh, I This is an interesting thing. Like, the, the Bad Batch has a very unique ship. And... Yeah. They obviously like their ship was on the Empire's radar in season one. It was built by the Republic, and these are all Republic commands. Yes, but then, like, obviously, Rampart reported them dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no one's questioning that at all. They're like, hey, that looks like the same ship. Wait a minute. Like, the to be fair, a ship smart enough to put two and two together to. The ship could have lived, and maybe they didn't. I yeah, mean, but like, so the one clone got ganked, you know, when he was asking yeah. questions, right? I mean, who's yeah. going to point yeah. out, like, hey, I think that's those true. guys are still alive. Like, the last guy's dead, so. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it yeah. also, even though it is a very unique ship, so is the Millennium Falcon, but that's not the only freighter in that style that exists. Like, there's at least right. one other cruiser out there that looks right. like, you know, yeah. the Bad Batch's ship. At least one. I'd go as far as to hazard three, but Scorch has lines in yeah. their beauty. Uh, yeah. I wish that they were Dee brought a little more of the classic Scorch voice, but I'm not going to complain. Me too. Scorch spoke for the first time ever. If you want to hear him speak his regular voice, there's already edits of it on YouTube. Like, oh, really? Uh, really? Oh. Okay. Like he's like, uh, go find out who it was. It's the classic Scorch. Yes, sir. And then he goes and leaves. Like great timing. It's great. It's amazing. Uh, Scorch does point out it's a military class shuttle, so they recognize that factor about it, which mm-hmm. is. It shows they recognize what it is. They just don't know who it was. So Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson sends Scorch to go find out who it was, but not to find the ship itself. 
And then we also find out that they get the Kaminoan prime minister back. And he's like, hey, yo, I need some like stuff to make your cloning lady actually clone stuff because she's just kind of moping around and eating our food. He's like, you need to get little baby girl clone Omega. That's how you can blackmail cloning lady to clone. And so we now Classic have two different vectors trying to find Omega, trying to find who was flying the military class shuttle. Both those lead to the same place. And... Uh, Delta Squad's going to find the Bad Batch. Yes. And it's going to be amazing. Okay, so if that happens, do All we you want... have to wear the armor next week. Like, just... <laughs> I have so to drive if, if, down to... I'm just, I'm just telling you, all you have to be in the located. same room. If, if, if you haven't started building the armor yet, do it now. But I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I... I talked about this as a star earlier. Uh, commandos and how they're handled in this show are very different than how they were in Legends. Like in Legends, they were always a squad of four. Yep. Even if something was lost, like it'd be very hard for them to ever try not get at least someone coming in, whether it was Omega getting in a reg. Um, God, I forgot his name. And I feel horrible about that. But core. core, core. That's it. They were always in groups of four, but now they're kind of always they're either a security detail or they're in large groups for arresting civilians it feels like they're very connected to this program uh and one thing i was wondering about is why is it just scorch like why is scorch kind of the head honcho of this area and why do we not see the rest of delta i'm wondering if delta's like spread across multiple different like important imperial projects and then scorching me like ayo guys i need you to come to mount tantus we need to go get some like the reuniting of the delta squad is something bring them in (laughs) So I think they're dead. I'm sad to say. I think they're dead. Wow. Okay, so Sev is... Oh, also Sev won't be there because then they can bring in Crosshair again. Yes. See, okay, so we're hoping they're all alive. But my thought is, like, I think the other two are dead. Like, I think Scorch, like, love Scorch, but Scorch is not, like... Uh, boss material, you know, he's like leading no, all of these commandos. <laughs> wow, all right. will, but boss should be leading them, right? So, like, that's not, not nice at all. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Yeah. No, okay, not, not at all. But well, here's my thought: was the sergeant, and then Fixer was the lieutenant, yep. and then Scorch yeah. was demo, and Sev yeah. was yep. snipey boy. So, if somebody is leading a group of commandos, you'd think it would be boss. So, I think he's dead. Fixer's dead. So Scorch is the only one left, so he's leading all these commandos. See, but I think I think that it has to do with loyalty. Like I mentioned this earlier, Josh, but mm-hmm. I think that okay, Delta Squad is like super tight. They're super loyal to each other. They're I mean, Republic commandos. If you're making an empire, the first thing you want to do is split up people who have like internal loyalty to each other. So I think it may actually makes sense that Delta's not seen altogether right now. Because I mean, if I was the Empire, I would split them apart and send them far away. Um, Especially since Scorch is the only command and or the only clone in the Imperial Army we've seen with his own custom colors that aren't gray. Yep. Yeah. Like there's Cody with his own custom paint job and Scorch, which has some bright colors in his paint yeah. job. And the other only other ones I believe that we've seen with customs are Camino Secu- or the cloning security commandos and then uh Coruscant Guard. Mm-hmm. So Scorch and obviously Hauser. is yeah. and, ha- and Hauser. Yeah, Hauser. Yeah. And Hauser defected. Cody yeah. just defected. So right, if, every you know, clone we've seen with colored armor has defected. Ooh. Or in the case of Hauser, been arrested mm-hmm. and then killed. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> at, at this stage, like 
Scorch has no idea who they're going to go after, like who's in this ship. Yeah. And at least from what we've seen in the show, I feel like at, for every clone, the it's very, very compelling when they see one of their brothers getting shafted by the Empire or like that gets pointed out to them. So mm-hmm. I could totally see like if even if like all of Delta came back together to hunt down the Bad Batch. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Robo Hunter. Oh, did I Hunter cut out? like you got tossed through a blender. Yeah. <laughs> my back now. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. So, yeah, sorry. Our internet's been even worse than usual today. But, yeah. So, I don't know what the last thing you guys heard, but like if Delta goes and ends up, like, or even just Scorch runs into Bad Batch. Oh, no, no. Okay. No. Wait, 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 wait. So, wait. Okay, hang on. You are saying you want the Bad Batch to fight Delta Squad. It may end badly. Yes? No. No. (laughs) No, I think if Delta Squad actually ends up talking to the Batch, it doesn't get him alive. Then, like, it could be this aha moment for them. Uh Like, we don't have to, like, serve the Empire. Well, and I wonder, so, okay, this may be too far of a stretch, but I don't care. So in season one, when they originally go to Mount Tantus, that's when we first see Scorch. They actually end up fighting the Bad Batch. And even though he's like not technically there when they jump on their ship, there is a possibility that the commandos there and Scorch might actually have a read on their ship. So later, when... The commandos are the only people who actually see that ship. They're the only people we see going after the Zilla Beast. And then when Scorch is asked, you know, like, who the people are, and he just says, oh, it's a military-grade ship, he may actually already know it's them. Ooh. And is specifically not mm. saying who it is. Ooh. Um, because you actually already have that connection. He's already run into them. The ship's already been around. They've already yeah. captured Hunter. Like, he was there. They capture Hunter. Yeah. Like, yeah. he he's not unaware of the Bad Batch. He's not in the dark on this and the likelihood that he saw their ship at least once. I mean, like I'm seeing that as like, he could be intentionally not saying it's them. Um, I don't know. That's possible, which yeah. could lead to maybe he doesn't want them to find them. Um, or maybe even if just he has to go after them. plan to get the boys back together. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want Delta squad back. It's yeah. Like well, withhold information. Maybe I can bring them all together. Right. Seriously. I yeah. think we're going to see uh, Commandos teaming up with the Bad Batch. I think there's going to be a fight like against each other, but I think ultimately we're going to have them working together. I'm really hoping that's what we're going to see. That's going to make me really sad because it's going to remind me of the Umbara arc. I know. Uh, not again. I'm, again. I, I, just want Repub- I just want Delta Squad to kill a lot of people and be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of Why is this podcast episode so dark? Yeah, I like I mean I My think I've heard that. mostly from Cap was like she wants people to die. I think that's yeah. the summary well, that I, I feel like for all the episodes that we've had so far, they've yeah. kind of just been like inching along and then the best ones have literally been like the most death and like serious like taken episodes. So it's funny how we've gone like this whole stretch of time up to this episode and then you're like yes finally something Serious with snakes, it's amazing. So, okay, well, let me it's defend. It's not a who done it. 
<laughs> Let me defend my violence though, because like, okay, oh, this show, okay, this show with more violence. <laughs> the best, the best. Sometimes the best is defense offense. is the best offense. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. But okay, but seriously though, this show starts with like the very first episode. Crosshair literally goes and murders a whole bunch of like kids and like. No, I'm serious. He does. Like that's the the very. That's the beginning of the show. Great. And so, like, oh we forget it because there's all these, like, fun episodes of, like, pod racing and stuff. But, like, ultimately, the stakes of the show are, like, pretty dark. So I think that this episode really pulls back, like, okay, these are the stakes. A whole town is getting evacuated and sent somewhere. Murdered. You know, it, well, yeah, it, it, I mean, parts it, of the show are really take dark. care of them. So that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah As taking care of, like, mafia style. speak for them. <laughs> Wow. I agree. Oh, yeah, that's, the, that's the end of the episode. That's the, <laughs> uh, violence, murder, murder. Uh, that's violence, that's murder, are. the bad batch. Uh, and that's only episode 11. It feel, I mean, my opinion on where the show is going, I was really worried with how they'd be able to fit everything and tie it all together with the episodes they had left. I'm super happy that they were able to get this one out. Really happy that we have. 12, 13, 14, 15, five episodes of yep. content that we can get. However, I'm going to say it now. I think next week is going to be another filler episode. Please yeah. God, no. yeah. I think it is. I think next yeah. week is going to be the the time it takes for Scorch to find out who the batch is. I think we're going to have the last filler episode. And the then... Outpost or whatever it's called. I think it's going to be the last one. And then we're going to end with some imperial tease and then it's now going to be the tee up for the finale from there i'm yeah. still holding out hope that the outpost means black spire outpost i know josh is holding on that hope too because that please! Be so great please! please please because then that would explain why there is um there's the outpost popcorn that they have over like of of, of what wrecker and omega were having and Man, then Come Colin, on, I think man. The explanation is just marketing. Colin, I'm so sorry, but that's that's even farther out than my excellent Indiana Jones reference. You say I, that. You I say do that, think man. that would actually be pretty cool if they did that. And just want to throw it out there. If they need a hunter to walk around the park. <laughs> oh well speaking of um of which they actually just had mando do his debut over at hollywood studios today that poor guy got swamped <laughs> dude it's orlando <laughs> was he not gonna get swamped that's like the uh, whole thing with uh, no it's wow. funny because they kind of they did like a like a little like hey he might be here he might not for the mando thing and yeah. then one person posted a photo and people were like oh they like didn't tell anyone. Here. He just walked out, and everyone was like, "What's going on?" And Get then... him! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, take his armor. I was just Turn there in Disneyland over the weekend. It's yeah. still the same response anytime he's walking about over there. So. Yeah, um, I think it's a little bit easier here, though. Uh, huh? yeah, yeah, because like I, 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 I mean, as great as Mando is. We all know that, you know, a lot of people are in love with Grogu, aka Baby Yoda. Um, but I uh, I just remember a lot of people were nervous about the whole canon thing because there's the Halcyon, right? You are coming in during the sequel era, and then you have Mando that's just walking around the marketplace that has nothing to do with the... I mean, I guess you could kind of put it like, oh, maybe he's like 
in his fifties and his seventies, and then his helmet's over in Doc Ondar's, and he's just walking around in the market. Right. Yep. So it's it's different over in California because like they don't have the Halcyon, and 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 the Halcyon is specific for the land to where people are going on the two hundredth and seventy fifth anniversary um uh of the galactic star cruiser it 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 comes to the planet walk around and everything and it's happening during the sequel era not where mandalorian shows up and then you see the sequel version of the millennium falcon like and the first order is walking around it throws things off it's wrong yeah i mean just based on what's being sold in the market though that the market's out of time yeah, yeah, yeah. Based sure. on what's being sold there, there's, you see a lot of stuff. Like, okay, but like, why would they be selling this version of a stormtrooper doll if it's the OT stormtrooper? Well, because they're doing a throwback. There's also a T-shirts. small. Anybody who has been there has been there for like hundreds of years. They're the two oldest people, including Doc Ondar, so they know all the stories of from the Republic yes. and before that. That's yeah, the age they're all legends. Past, got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're all legends, including there is a Max Rego figurine um... up in the toy shop. Pretty cool. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I just wanted to add in Tech's footsteps when he walks onto the bridge. Sounds like someone's placing Minecraft blocks, and you cannot oh. convince me otherwise. It is. Exact. Thank you, Josh. Now I can't unhear this. <laughs> uh, for anyone curious, I'm gonna find the timestamp for you because it's it's honestly. Like... <laughs> I know it's the time. Let me get that timestamp. I want to hear this. It is 1943 in the episode. Just take okay. a nice little listen and just enjoy yourself some Minecraft as <laughs> I. All right. So that's it with the Bad Batch. We just did our breakdown for the Mandalorian. Um, but for those who weren't on a breakdown, what was your favorite um, part moment of the new episode, chapter 17? Bogotan. Okay. All right. Live action Purgle. Yes. Start? Sort of. I mean, you get a shadow, it counts. It still counts. <laughs> Star? Same. I was going to say the Purgle. Okay. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Before Hunter says his, I'm just going to take a guess. I'm, I'm, uh, is it the droid over at, um, over at Pokatan's castle that has like the, that has like the Mandalorian plating? It is not. Oh, it's okay. the Trando right. pilot. That's a lie. <laughs> it, I really love looking at all the Mando armor in the background in the opening sequence. Partially, like I mean, that's cool regardless. But I'm also just like Mandalorian mode right now. Oh because yeah, I'm working on yep. my kit. So yep, I was more a fan of the droids on um, Navarro. Okay. Jeez. Oh the uh, the uh, the small droids, droids that were that were holding yeah. up the cape. Um, I thought seeing Swamp Thing slash Davy Jones was cool. Mm-hmm. Like on the yeah, they've brought in the worst pirate you could think of for a pirate reference. You don't want to give me an Onaka gang? Just <laughs> yeah. give me Hondo already. Come I on, I just want to see it. <laughs> 
Literally, yeah, that was what I was saying like, the entire episode. And then it got to the point where like, oh, it's the ship captain. It's gonna... Man! <laughs> <laughs> I love the plasma cutter in the very opening when the armor is cutting out the visor. That was my favorite part of the yep, episode. You did talk about that, cutter. yeah. Yeah, no, I love this, that the, that's so cool. Sorry, go ahead. I love that the little kid Mando helmets look like the 2008 Hasbro Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'd laugh really hard if that's just what they used with the new paint job. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think so. The The visor cut was different. They didn't go all the way down and like cut yeah, here. On the I feel like there is definitely inspiration there, though. Oh, well, yeah, same I as like they brought the Kenner toy my back. Child. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 honestly, I, I woke up this morning with so much joy of just watching the Mandalorian and then watching the Bad Batch and mm-hmm. then be like, wait, I get to talk about all of this later tonight. So it's and 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 uh and and then for my job of what I do and everything, it's just it was nonstop Star Wars all day long. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was fantastic, and we've got this going on for the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, a lot super, of sleepless super. nights coming up. And that's fine with me, man. I'm okay with with me. As long when they, as long as when they go to Tatooine, we just get a shot of Max Rebo just walking through the streets. That's all I want. That's all I want. (laughs) Just a confirmation that he's alive and fine. After that, I'm good. I said on the the podcast, how funny would it be if there was just like a memorial to him? (laughs) (laughs) Like remember Max poster with his band or something, (laughs) like a a memoriam concert. Yeah. Someone is like slowly like taking the poster down it was supposed to be like his next concert and they're like nope it got canceled because he got killed at the bar Pelly oh is like God. taking it down off of her head okay I am curious though what did you guys watch first Mad Batch or Mando, Mando. I watched Mando, Mando first Mando yeah. that was Sorry. very clear yeah <laughs> I, I did bad batch first. I bad did bad batch yeah. Yeah. I, so I watched Mando first because I expected it to be longer and I woke up earlier for that, so I had time to watch it before work. And then I expected to watch Bad Batch during lunch, but then I had time to watch both. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I again, I, I just love the Star Wars stacked on Star Wars with just all the content and more world building and everything. Um, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And this is only this is only the beginning, uh, but. I th- that there isn't that much news. That was pretty much it. It was just the hype of these two awesome episodes. Um, Let's go! Did you guys talk about the thing that's been floating around the internet that says it's been two years since season two? Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Um, I I hope they kind of put more insight on that because I don't think anyone really got that vibe of it being two years. Yeah. Of them training? I didn't get that at all. It feels like another Dagobah argument. How long yeah. was Luke training on Dagobah? How long was Grogu training with Luke? Yeah. It's just the continuation yeah. of ambiguous training. It's definitely time. been some time to where Navarro was different, but like how long did everything take? Yeah. It's gonna right, be but it's also it's, it's the whole, like, with Luke going to Dagobah he probably went back to Dagobah after the events of Empire, and he was there for a while. Because you know, there's a couple, like, there's a gap between, yeah, yeah, Return of the Jedi and Empire. So I, I wish it felt like two years, like 
in showtime, not like our personal time. Not yeah. like <laughs> not work. again. Like it felt like six weeks. <laughs> yeah, like it felt like like going into Book of Boba Fett. We had Din without Grogu for one episode. Yeah, one he goes episode. And sees him. So like coming back on it, like if I rewatched everything with Din Djarin, I see him without Grogu for one episode. That doesn't. It feels like it doesn't hit nearly as hard as if like they took an entire season. So that maybe just half a season of Din without Grogu, that would have yeah. hit. I think that would have hit much harder, and it had a much bigger impact on the feeling of the show, and much more time to see Din without Grogu if it followed that route. Mm-hmm. We so when my friend what they should have done for like Boba Fett and had them be apart from each other, and then they reunite in the next season. Are you saying yeah. Din should have been apart from Boba Fett and it would have been a Boba Fett show? Or are you saying Din should have been apart? No, no, Din Boba should have been apart, apart from Boru. If they're going to put him in the, that show for Boba Fett, then I think... Gotcha. Josh, you didn't like that the Book of Boba Fett barely touched on the actual story of Boba Fett? Uh, no. Oh, the, are you uh, kidding me that you didn't like the cameo of Boba Fett in his own show? <laughs> <laughs> what is you can Din see now? Hunter recoiling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's Din now? an apostle? Apos- is that apostate? Apostate. Apostate. The apostate, apostate season three, episode one, because he's no longer a Mandalorian. So it's the apostate is the name of the show now. And it just makes me want a pasta. <laughs> pasta <laughs> makes me want a pasta. <laughs> Din spaghetti goes to Sorry. the mind. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You can it's tell not delivery. Just, it's Din yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Nice. Very nice. This is great. Love it. Uh, with that being said, um, uh, if you want more content from us, go on Instagram at Star Stuff Podcast, Twitter at Stuff Pod. We're also on Patreon, uh, Star Stuff Podcast 2187. Uh, we're on TikTok, search Star Stuff Podcast. We also have a Gmail, Star Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Star Stuff Group. Uh, or Star Wars Stuff Group Podcast. Either way, just look up Star Wars Stuff Podcast over there. Um, uh, and and then we have our own website. Uh, and you can find our friends. Uh, I'm so sorry I didn't add Cap or uh, or clone it around. Just, just tell them where you can follow all you lovely people. Cap, where can everyone find you? Instagram, I'm the Captain 501 Also TikTok, same thing. All right. Clone it around. Instagram, clone it underscore around. All right. And Star, Christian, Hunter, where can they find you? Because this is also going to be audio. So oh, it's okay. down there. Okay. Jay Guy, Hunter. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kenobi underscore around. All right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Again, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. Um, we love talking about Star Wars. Like, and then honestly, today is just a reminder of just how much fun we, we can have just talking about it. So please tune in every week. Um, the uh, journey is is has just begun. Uh, from all of us, uh, and from the Star Wars Stuff podcast, may the force be with you. Always. Always.